just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes or so. Hope it was a great Christmas holiday for those of you celebrating Christmas. And, of course, for those celebrating Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or anything else, we hope that uh, season was great for you as well. Christmas Kwanzaa. And we are just minutes away. Well, theoretically, it's a couple of days away from New Year's. Eve, and so hopefully you've got New Year's plans. 2018 in the books. Yeah, no kidding. That we was quick. 2019. Quick Ed, here, yeah. yeah, very quick. Very quick. In the studios here with us, you just heard the mellifluous voice mellifluous. of Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. 499 Thanks for being here. I'm happy to be here. Uh, we're thrilled for you. Also, then for us, also here, Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service. These folks hire veterans to do the inspections. They come the in best. as a team. They are unbelievable. And I would tell you, if you are thinking about selling, do a pre-inspection, use Home Team. If you're thinking about buying, when you buy, use Home Team. They are great. Brad Lawler, thank you for being here. Well, thank you for the kind comments, and Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year to everybody a little early, but yes, absolutely. Three five seven zero eight one three four. For Brad and his group, and it's a big one. Also here, my son Greg. Hey. And uh, at We Sell Louisville over on Instagram. That's it. And, of course, you can reach me anytime, day or night, at the 376-5483 to help you buy or sell a home. We've got some 25 agents now. We keep growing. We're holding now at 25. And then uh, for selling, we, we we hit another milestone this year, 2018, and we expect next year to be even yeah, I did. I did 195 better. listing photography appointments this year. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. Pretty, yeah. pretty insane if you think about the numbers there. Coming up a little later on in the show, 11 things that are illegal to throw in the trash. This yeah. may surprise some like of you games. when you hear this. I love I'm, these games. Okay. We are going to hit that in a few minutes. First, let's go to the phones. We've got folks who are standing by. Good morning. Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Amy. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. I noticed that the government requires that a seller disclose if there's lead paint in an older home, but there's no requirement to reveal if a sex offender lives in the neighborhood. Why is that? Let me. Uh, this is a really good point, Amy, and I want to hear what our group says. Let's start with Chuck. The, the lead why? Paint. <laughs> so, no, I, I could never tell you why. Uh, the legislature and their divine. Wisdom uh, makes the rules. Uh, so the lead-based paint thing went into effect for any homes that are older than 1978 because mm-hmm. lead-based paint was pretty much outlawed at that point, right? Yeah, Brandon? and it was pretty much not being used at that point in time. And it started uh, coming out in the uh, 1960s. They yeah. phased it out. But, yeah, it's still being used up to 78. And I, I, I've talked about this before. I did this story when I was in Baltimore as a reporter, and um, – it uh, this is back in like probably nineteen either seventy nine or nineteen eighty. We we just did an update on it, whatever had happened, and I I did what the stand up at the end. And I go and these guys and gals will not have to worry about having worrying about eating paint chips off of the wall, which is what their people yeah. are concerned. And I didn't realize Oprah. I worked with Oprah, who's uh, was anchoring, and I get back into the studio, and Oprah says, "Hey, listen, don't ever use the word gals because it's it's demeaning to it is African American woman." I never knew that. I, mm-hmm. Does that does that ring true? To, I guess okay. 
Well, I Oprah have, is the queen. Yeah, she yes. knows her stuff. So anyway, so my, my okay. point is. So, so the thought is. The thought so is. Lead, yeah. I live in the house. Yeah. I know whether there's lead-based paint. Danger, I, danger. I, I have knowledge of my surroundings, right? Yeah. Uh, how does that equate to me having knowledge of who lives in my neighborhood? I could live in a large neighborhood. I might not have any clue. I might have a clue today, but I don't know who moved in tomorrow. That's why the government has the website that it has that you can get onto sure. yourself and make that inquiry. Uh-huh. I can't be – I mean, just think about it, the land of the free and all that kind of good thing. How is it my responsibility to keep track of my neighbors? Well, and it could fall into steering and all sorts of yeah. legal things for agents as well as far Absolutely. as disclosing where you're yeah. going to allow yeah, somebody you, to live, side of neighborhood, demographic absolutely. issues. Yeah. And, I mean, not that I'm defending anything here, but if somebody has uh, done a crime – and they've served their time, and they've paid the punishment. That doesn't mean that they're currently and I will, engaging I will in that same criminal activity. And say, I'm, not, I'm not defending anybody either, but there are a wide range of, of factors that can equate to what you're okay. doing. Right. Okay, okay. And, and let, let's point. just put yeah. it this way: let's let's take. Uh, should I, if we're gonna if we're gonna make that something I should be doing, are we gonna make it my responsibility then to know about all the? Uh, the murderers yeah, in the neighborhood, the, the or the, or, yeah. you know, the former like drug addicts who've cleaned up their lives, and there and, are well, and and for meth houses, that is a danger, just like lead. Exactly, in, it's in the house, so but you it's do in the disclose. House. Okay. So it's in the surrounding. Right. Yeah. It's right. something you can know. Yeah. No, I, I think you bring up good points, and yeah. I think, but it was—it's a great question. I think yeah, that's something that would, would need to and, be. And and there are people who are really um, onto that topic, and I've I've had phone calls along that line, but. I don't see how you can make it a person's uh, responsibility to know who their neighbors are. It, right. It's just impractical. No, I, I, and I, yeah. get, I get it, but hopefully that helps Amy yep. in understanding. By the way, if you want to see about the reviews, we've got a lot of great reviews over on Zillow. Go to LouisvilleZillow.com, and you'll see our reviews, and we ask you to compare them against the other agents that are out there. We think we do pretty well on helping our clients. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News, Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is April. Hope yeah. you can help me. Okay. I agreed to purchase a home in as-is condition, but after inspections, we determined that the roof was shot. The good news is we were able to no- negotiate a new roof. Here's the problem. The inspection report also said that there may be some knob and tube wiring, uh. and the seller's disclosure did not mention this. Now, a week after we agreed to the new roof, I'm having second thoughts and want to go back with an electrician to get an estimate on the work that does not pertain to the knob and tube. This is just for my knowledge and and not to request additional repairs. Uh So my agent asked the seller's agent for access, and we were denied, saying it was just too chaotic for them to have anyone else walk through. What do you do in this situation? So... Let, okay, let, so as is condition, right, right? They accepted the contract. They wanted this for their knowledge, not for. But now she's concerned. The, but it sounds like maybe the listing agent is also concerned that they're going to come back and get cold feet based off of a new it, electrician. It, it so, can't happen. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about. Let's just start with knob and tube from your standpoint, right? Yeah, it's so not unusual in Louisville. No, knob and tube is not unusual in Louisville. Um, active knob and tube you don't see too very often anymore. Uh, we still see plenty of evidence of knob and tube wiring in older homes uh, in the Highlands. Uh, sometimes it's difficult to remove all of the evidence of it. Um, I, the one thing that I would say is that the 
anyone purchasing you know a home with knob tube they really want to make sure that they don't have any energized circuits in there and that is where we would ask you know request that an electrician come in and do an analysis on it uh, we still find evidence of active knob and tube in homes that supposedly the circuits have been de-energized really yes um, had a situation not long ago uh, that we had de-energized uh, system was supposed to be enter- de-energized found an active knob and tube the electrician that came behind us didn't want to climb in the area of the attic uh-huh. where we found it and he said no no no, it's all de-energized the challenge is the the insurance coverage uh, on the homes with knob and tube they have to be careful uh to make sure you're talking to your agent uh, your insurance agent about uh coverage for those homes because there are some specific rules uh that apply um you know, we've run into that time and again. So that's wild that the electrician yeah. didn't want to go. Now, would you suggest at that point get another electrician yeah. in there? Well, that's that's what we did because we had the, we had photographic evidence of the energized system. So we so when you say fun, obviously, well, you must have some sort of tester that yeah. lights up that's, that's right. pointing to the exactly yeah, it's so a it's non-contact energized. tester that we touch the wire. It, it had oh. electricity flowing. Wow! Through it, so it wow! Up. And w- yeah. just so you know, folks, you will regularly see knob and tube in old Louisville in our, the yes. homes were built of the era. Was it like the late 1900s to about 1940s? Usually it's about the mid 40s is yeah. when you see it converting over to more of the Romax type cable that we're yeah. more you know familiar with today. Yeah, boy, um, how change, things have changed yeah. in the industry. Yeah. 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 So now let's get legal on this because we talked about in this case um, April doesn't seem like she wants to go through based on the fact that she can't go back in there even for her own yeah, but she said that uh, she it wasn't going to change her mind either way. Yeah. But since they won't let her in, all of a sudden it changes her mind. Uh, you know, that's that's a hard thing to say. If that were in a deposition, I'd I'd not feel really good about my chances moving forward. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, you know, it it can suge- suggest several things. If it wasn't uh, disclosed, uh, if all of a sudden they won't let you have access because you might find something that wasn't disclosed, that sounds to me like it could be bad faith. Bad faith uh, can be one way to set aside a contract. Uh, there could be fraud involved if that's the case. If you know they were just trying to hide it or hope you didn't notice it or whatever. Uh, but if you before you go into doing a, an as-is contract, these are the kind of things though that you should know about. Um, you know, any kind of investor, anybody going in to flip a house, really ought to have that in the front of their mind before they sign off on the contract. Right. Yeah. In, in the contract itself, depending yeah. on how it's written, right. what boxes are checked off, because you could accept it. It could be in the mm-hmm. listing description. This house is being sold as is. You could write the contract. It's still contingent upon an, ex- an inspection exactly. with the understanding that it is in air quotation as is condition. However, you could still back out based off of a defect right. that you find and, in the inspection, and, which would save you. But it sounds to me like there's they've already they've gone past. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's but the contract is. also calls for a walkthrough prior to closing. Which, yeah, but that's different than an inspection. No, no, I and that's, understand and that's that. going back to Chuck's good faith because yeah. if we've already decided all oh, this was okay, and now you're saying that this is going to throw you off because of yeah, but it's yeah again I mean, okay, just, circumstantial. And, and I'm not saying there's bad faith involved. I'm just saying that these are the little red bells that that uh, start dinging in my head when I when I hear these things said. It's so let me let me just um, put a period on the end of this. So in my mind, what I would be suggesting is first for April to go back to her agent. Hopefully, there she's got an agent, and have her agent contact the listing agent, and tell the listing agent to contact an attorney to understand what that seller slash listing agent is doing by not allowing her to go back in. 
you lost me somewhere on the uh, the chain there. But, okay. Uh, well, I mean, uh, yeah. adv- to talk to the listing agent to get advice that they may be doing something yeah. that might be detrimental to their seller. That too. But also, yeah. uh, I think our buyer here might want to talk to an attorney real quick mm-hmm. and see that uh, whether maybe she's past the point of backing out. So, April, let me give you a Chuck's number, 499-6360, because I think it's important that at least you get Chuck's view, and he'll send you, if there's, if there's something else, mm-hmm. and he can't do it, he'll send it. He, not yeah. only do they do closings, they also do yeah. evictions. He's, he's all around. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was in court today. Well, uh, well. But if I don't do it, I know who does. Okay, there you go. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Segoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Susan. Yes, Susan. The home I'm considering buying has a crack and water in the basement when it rains. The seller has disclosed the leak, but I don't want to buy a home with the basement leaking. Even with the disclosure, can I ask the seller to repair it? How expensive could the repair be? So let, let's start. Let's let's go legal first on this because realistically, we see a lot of times yeah. where something is listed in the disclosure as mm-hmm. not working or leaking or problems. Can the buyer still ask for that in your you mind? You can ask for anything. Anything you want. Shoot. Right? That's, that's what a lawyer is for, asking for things that you, you're darn well not entitled to. Yeah. Uh, worst case scenario, they say no. Is that cause for backing out of the contract then? Dep- you, you can, actually. It depends. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. if, if you, know, you work in conjunction with uh, how the contract's written, uh, the way it is written now, if you check off the, uh, the not buying it as is then uh, you you have lots of open opportunity. Yeah, it's a little different in southern Indiana, but mm-hmm. here in uh, in the Louisville area, you can get out of a contract by just simply having a termite, uh, termite inspection with a receipt. Mm-hmm. And for 50 bucks, you get the termite inspection, you're yeah, done. Not satisfied. Yeah, mm-hmm. not happy with the house. So now let's move over to Brad. So your thoughts on where we go with the leak repairs and cost. So the leak... You know, a lot of the homes in Louisville that were built in the 50s and earlier were never intended to have waterproof basements. You know, they they intended, really? yeah, yeah, they intended for water to to come in through the walls. That's why you know, Grandma always had you know, there was the big floor drain right in the middle of the floor, mm-hmm. uh, the in the, everything sloped down to that that drain, and they always kept things never. Nothing was ever sitting on the floor. Water a little just dehumidifier in there. Had a dehumidifier, the bag of charcoal, yep. you know, hanging from the. Uh, oh yeah! The, oh, yeah. That, okay. Right, right. Now that makes sense. Yeah. I, so, my young millennials of I didn't realize that, I've seen that. Didn't know what, what it was. For, yeah, yeah, it's for the young millennials. Smelling. That would be the bag of pinchotan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not mothballs. Different. No, okay, no. a little different. <laughs> but it, so homes built after that, they had more of an idea that you were going to live in that space, use that space, because other before that it was just for storage. Okay. So with homes that are newer that have leaks that were in, you know. People want to waterproof uh-huh. uh, and use that as livable space. You know, th- if you have you know small cracks that run just vertically, you know these are these are more of a settlement crack. If you have a horizontal crack, <coughs> you know that's that's pressure from the outside. You know that those are much more significant, much more serious. You definitely want to talk to a foundation company. You know, d- cracks on forty five degrees or look like they've got activity going on. Another case for the foundation company. So. A repair could be something as simple as, you know, um, a crack fix for three hundred fifty dollars. It may be, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to stabilize with piers or to go outside and actually do the waterproofing mm-hmm. if they want to have, you know, completely finished dry space in the basement. Basements are never going to be hundred percent dry all isn't, the time. Isn't that something? I, yeah. And then I've never knew that they originally were built. Mm-hmm. 
and never expected to, yeah. that that's an eye opener right there yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm thinking about the uh i've lived down in a louisville i yeah. mean there's no way you would live down in that basement right exactly. yeah no, right it's yeah. just yeah. not right. yeah. Thing, yeah and we go into old louisville basements all the time and yeah they're it, the floors in many cases are dirt yeah. yes they are stones that have cracks well between right. them right. and water right. running through right so. well yeah. and in new york uh now coming to think of it all the houses i lived in the lovely little burg of uh, oh yeah norwich yeah uh they were not at all meant for living. Man, like, I remember the, the basement bungalow was, in Brooklyn. There was it yeah. was uh, yeah, not meant grew, for living, but yeah. they they tried to run a certificate. Well, of yeah, and if you look at a lot of the houses, uh, they'll have that little window or that little door for coal. Yes. Uh, yeah, the coal shoot. Yeah, yeah coal shoot. There's yeah. still a lot of those. Out yeah, yeah. Oh, that, it's not for elves to uh, magic. If you <laughs> we'll move on, if you want to see some of the videos we produce for our sellers and buyers, head to LouisvilleHomesTV.com. That's LouisvilleHomesTV.com. And back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Jim. Yeah. I'm buying a house, and I asked the sellers for some receipts about some repairs to have before closing. They haven't given them to me yet. The closing's tomorrow. Should I cancel it? Interesting. Chuck, what would you say? The receipts are noted in a repair request, typically, that the receipts be presented 24, 48 hours prior to closing. Then that ought to be the case. Um, yep. If it's important to you, do it before the closing. Because once there's a closing, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't once survive, money's changed hands, then, uh, and, and survival or not, just if you give me money, my incentive to do something that I was supposed to do uh-huh. has lessened so, immensely. So would you also say that if you wrote at the closing, as you as an attorney wrote mm-hmm. an addendum that survives the closing, that says... That the seller agrees to do this, this, and this, even after the closing. As the if there's a loan involved, I represent the lender. Uh, I don't think you'd catch me uh, representing either of the parties in the uh-huh. transaction. So that's why a lot of attorneys do the escrow, and uh, some people won't do it yeah, because it can be a pain. Let's not even talk right. about yeah, uh, that, getting yeah. documents signed by people when you're representing the lender. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, but the idea is, yeah, you, you can certainly uh, make a contract that you will continue to do this after the closing. Merger isn't isn't necessarily an issue in that case. I'm talking about just human nature. Yep. If uh, you yeah, hand me over all. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You're not yeah. going it goes there. on the back burner. So right. you're telling Jim, hold, don't do it. If it's important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, and but the problem is the flip side of that is that poor Jim, I'm sure, he's got movers he's ready. ready to go. Oh, absolutely. He's got, he maybe has painters listen, coming. Listen, I will tell you, my wife and I, when we built our house, yeah. she's pregnant, nine, eight and a half months pregnant foreclosing and there were things not done yeah and so you you get into those situations where yeah sometimes you're going to be pressured sometimes you're going to want to make sure certain things happen thankfully our builders in good faith but but think about that pressure that pressure works on both sides and that pressure disappears for one side once you've passed a check yeah it's very very Mm -hmm. very important information you got it we're going to take a break when we come back Something very interesting. The 11 things, not that these questions aren't, but 11 things that are illegal to throw in waiting, the trash. I've been waiting for this one. We'll see if you guys uh, agree and even knew about these. <laughs> yeah, first point. <laughs> so yeah. All kids, never throw them in the trash. In the studios here, we are thrilled to have Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 357-0813. My son, Greg, you can always reach him on Instagram at com, And you can reach me anytime, Bob Sekiller, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. 
I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we're able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team. Get home team. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or Bob will buy it. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Bob Sikiller here with you. If you uh, want to know more about our guaranteed sale program, very simple. Just simply call me. Come out, come up with a price, solicit it, sell it. You can cancel anytime with the guaranteed sale program. All right, here in the studios, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach them at 357-0813. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Son Greg, you can reach him at Instagram at We Sell Louisville. I just wanted to remind everybody, Bob, if you ever want to listen to the recorded show, if you miss us, we're on uh, iTunes Podcast as well, so you can find us out on the interwebs and uh, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, and it's on our website. Just do a search. We have a lot of stuff going on, and we also have it on uh, a lot of our stuff. A lot of our questions are on uh, YouTube as well, and um, we LouisvilleAnswers.com is the website to go to. That'll take you to our YouTube channel, LouisvilleAnswers.com. Okay. Let's talk about 11 things that are illegal to throw in the trash. Okay, so, you know, some of these are pretty obvious, but I have a feeling a couple of these might be a little wow factor. Paint, batteries, computers. You just read the whole thing. All right, so what else do we want to talk about, guys? So batteries, they may contain toxic chemicals, mercury, nickel, cadmium. See, uh, is there anybody here who did not know that? Okay, I got a feeling there's some in here who did not know that. In here, I'm raising my hand. Well, you know, I, I knew, but what do you do with them Recycle. at that point? You want well, to say, you want to take them to a local recycling yeah. drop off location. Yeah. See, that's the, and the city. In me. The city yeah. has a, a really nice uh, spot over yeah. there in Schnitzelburg. I guess yeah. it is. Yes. I always thought we can always come over and bury them in Chuck's backyard, but I guess that may not be a possibility. <laughs> you can right. try. 
paint is illegal to throw in the trash Mm -hmm. because leftover paint is flammable and poisonous, Mm -hmm. and it must be disposed of safely. One option is to leave a can open until the remaining paint dries, Mm -hmm. then bring it to a recycling center that uh, handles scrap metal. Filling it with cat litter, actually, we'll get that done in in under a weekend. Oh, really? Obviously, you have some experience with it. Also, motor oil, and this is always a big one. Now, in some cases, you can... Don't put it in the trash. You can bring it to a... Um, a store, or not yeah. a store, a gas station that does yeah. service. Yeah. Well, any of the auto parts stores will yeah. take, take, take it back. Yeah. They'll yeah. take it back too. Yeah, but if you think yeah. about it, yeah. um, if you're trying to sell the corner gas station, uh, you're going to have little driblets of gas and oil and whatnot, uh-huh. and uh, that'll kick off a phase one, phase two environmental cert or survey that can cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Why would you do that in your backyard? Yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding, right? Yeah. But because yeah. if you don't know And it, also, yeah. you're violating your mortgage if you do. At closings, you know how always say, uh-huh. you're not allowed to you know, bury nuclear waste in the backyard. Uh-huh. Yada, yada, yada. Well, that's a hazardous substance. You can't, so you do, can't that do that either. Yeah. Electronics. How about electronics? Did oh, you know that? Oh, yes. <laughs> Excuse me. The uh, Most Americans own a multitude, uh, we do, of electronic devices from <laughs> flat screen TVs to smartphones. Sandy always accuses me of having more toys, electronic toys, than anybody else. <laughs> Bob has his own recycling but, center in the no, back. What, what I do is I'll, I don't recycle them. I just store them because uh, you, know, you never know what you might need. And then I yeah, secretly take true. them to the that's Best true. Buy Recycle well, Center. And think about yeah, the hard drives. Think about the information. We always we remove, remove, hard remove and destroy yeah. hard drives. That's, that's Somewhere, uh, we do that. unless Sandy has put it somewhere I can't find, which I don't think that's happened, I have an original Atari Ooh. Pong no wow. kidding. I know I saw that, and I may have tried to take it. I was in my closet. I, I think don't know I, where may, I, I knew. I might have that. I knew in Absolutely. high school that if I only had that game, yeah. my life would be complete. That, well, I then, do remember seeing that, but I'm, I, I actually may have that. And I somewhere I have an Atari 800, believe it or not. So anyway, so, I, so it's, anyway, it's but, sorry, got off the track here. But do you want to take it to an environmental area? To, Best Buy will take it. They will take do it. a lot of okay. recycling. Mercury thermometers. Anybody still throw away mercury thermometers? Uh, don't no, you don't throw those away. <laughs> Who still old has school well, glass? No, the old school glass thermometer because mm-hmm. they may be still around, um, especially on older homes. Yeah. And if you're getting rid of it, they will uh, break open. Mercury's in there. That's a mm-hmm. neurotoxin. Becomes a health and environmental hazard. Prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. What would you do with prescription gu- drugs, folks? I know you can take you can you can bag them up and take them to I think you can take them to the hospital or the pharmacy if I'm not mistaken. Well, here's what you don't want to do, which was a shock, truthfully to me, is flush them down the toilet. Yep, do yeah, not do, do that. that. That is don't that, do that. That is why yeah, they happens. have trace amounts of, of well, Adderall and prescription pharmaceuticals in the, in the water. Yeah, the system. poor fish they're they're loopy. Oh, it, no, it comes, we know it, why. It's an, it comes back into our drinking water. Well, That's, I, I will tell you that I did a closing for uh, one of the engineers that runs the water treatment plant, mm-hmm. uh, or he's not the one that runs it. He is one of the many. Yeah, uh, and he said that's not exactly accurate. He said our really? water is separate uh, from the sewer. Louisville the gray water, water yeah. is yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Louisville water specifically is yeah. very good. But my know? report yeah. says it does disrupt disrupt act. Uh, aquatic life. Yeah, it could. I see that. Yes. Okay, we go, we're, we're almost out of time. Fluorescent light bulbs, you don't want to throw those right. uh, in a trash. Uh, lawn chemicals, well, pretty obvious. That could mm-hmm. also be a problem. Smoke detectors. I did not know this. Huh. The ionization chamber in smoke detectors have a small amount of radioactive material uh-huh. inside that help the smoke detect. So you got to take so it to your local. I can't what is throw an away H-H- my watch. What's an HHW facility? Do you know what that is? 
I don't. I don't know, know either. either. Yeah. Fireworks. fireworks. Well, it's obvious you don't want to send uh, put fireworks into the because that could be dangerous. And uh, finally, tires. Don't throw tires. I guess you got to bring them to a recycle or junkyard. I, I don't know, but it's a household hazardous waste drop off. Okay, facility. so there you uh, go. Household. Thank you. And you household. can Google that, and there's tons of them in Louisville. So there you go. Those are some things that some of them that like the tires and then fireworks. Smoke detectors was a kind of a because every ten years now with the ten year non removable lithium batteries that are in there, yeah. they're going to go off. You're going to need to replace them, especially in Jefferson County. So. That's tough, man. I, you, you wonder, what do you do? All right, we are out of time. Our thanks to our folks in the studio. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. We love them for that. They're the number one home team inspection the service uh, in the Louisville Thank and you. In throughout the country. You can reach them at 357-0813. Chuck Crosby, who not only does a great job with closings, Chucky is an entertainer, so the closings don't seem like they're going on in length, and he has an enjoyable time. Mustache connoisseur. And he also discusses food recipes, which is uh, amazing because... Just don't forget to tip the waitress. Oh, yeah, (laughs) on the way out. Yes, I got that. My son, Greg, you can reach him, uh, Instagram, at... We, we sell, sell Louisville. Louisville. You got it. And you can reach me anytime to help you list or buy a house uh, with my team of 25 agents. 376-5483 is my number. Hey, folks, Happy New Year. I know it's a day early, but Happy Ooh, New Year. We'll see you. I love this. We'll see you next year on hey. News Radio 840 WHAS.